Char breathers, here we are again, Black McGee with episode what? Seventeen. Seventeen. With my Seventeen bro. weeks. It's cut a much fun though. Hooey, I bet you're expecting something big now, but my mind has gone blank. <laughs> so, Modi ora kia tato katoa. Kia Yeah, look, we're mm. um, pretty much back-to-back podcast this week, is it? We've had very short time to prepare anything, but we, Man, has there been a lot of uh, birthdays happening, because we've got a, like an arm length of li- uh, list of uh, uh, birthdays happening. We week. do, and not only from the same week, but on the same day. Unheard of. Like, who has birthdays on the same day? Oh, it's just... Apparently a lot of people are now far because it's, uh, I don't know, uh, if you backtrack that nine months ago, what was happening? Yeah. Well, I should be able to tell you what was happening. <laughs> I, I might have been involved. Because <laughs> one of them is your child. Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, let's start off with him then. Um, my oldest... Tiako Kohurewa Shei Hema, blessed this world nine years ago, uh, 2011. Rotorua right, right. Hospital, um, and that was a bit of a whirlwind of a day. Seemed to be using that word um, quite a lot. I used it a couple whirlwind. of times last week. Um, <laughs> whirlwind. But it was, it was, it was a whirlwind of a day. Um, from memory, it started first thing in the morning, and he arrived later on that evening, 6.30 p.m., it was a lot, a lot, quite a long labour, wasn't it? It was quite a long labour. It was definitely that 12-hour mark. Yeah. Um, we started in um, Hopal, and if Sky hears this, she's going to kill me for it. But, um, you know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to start probing in a minute. Don't we, worry. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping her form in check anyway. <laughs> so um, I think the thing that sticks out most um, for that birth, or what I, what I ever tell people, was the amount of happy gas. That Sky had um, throughout oh, really? that whole labour, but you know, I, I shouldn't judge because you know, fucker, being a man, you, you can't imagine that sort of um, that sort of pain or you know that sort of um, ordeal which is giving birth. But I don't know. I've been kicked in the balls before. <laughs> <laughs> but um, fuck, bro. I think from memory we were in Topol and um. She smashed through. I think there was two bottles of happy gas. She smashed through there, right? And then we okay. got put on the um, ambulance ride from Topo to Rotorua, and she smashed another bottle in that ride. And she may have whole fucking, bottle, yeah, bro. Yeah, on that forty-five minute drive from um, Topo to Rotorua, had another bottle there, bro. Got to the point where she was just having it hanging out of her mouth, bro, and she was just you know <laughs> it whistles, eh? The green what whistle, druggy. Yeah, she had that. And then I think she may have had another bottle in Rotors, bro. It was something, yeah, something about four bottles of um, Happy Gas that she would have went through um, before Tiako came along. Jeez, how many do they carry on that on the ambulance? Jeez, yeah, I think they just, yeah, they fully stocked her up anyway. And um, But no, yeah, Tiako blessed the world at about 6.30 p.m. Um, we had an array of people there to welcome him into the world. Nice. And um, no, it was a good day and... Um, the other thing I bring up is I felt like I gave birth afterwards too, bro, because it had been a whole day before I'd had an escape. <laughs> and, gee, I remember oh, just no, him. the ordeal. I mean, yeah, I remember him. I remember him sort of, you know, coming out, being birthed, um, everyone being there. And then once that 
initial period sort of settled down 20 minutes later i just remember saying to him oh, i'll be back in a little bit uh, <laughs> i just gotta go to toilet <laughs> need to just and, go destroy those yeah, hospital toilets yeah and if, yeah I got back there and I remember saying to her, oh, I just gave birth. (laughs) (laughs) And as she does, she rolls her eyes at most things I say anyway. But um, no, son, I'm halfway there. Halfway there. He's nine years old. I've got another nine to go and hopefully he'll be out on his own. (laughs) (laughs) The countdown's begun. (laughs) Yep. At that halfway mark. So nah, Nah. son, happy birthday. Happy birthday there, Neff. He had a, he had a pretty good birthday. day. He was chuffed from um, the moment he woke up. Um, pretty much, he went to school that day. School's back on after lockdown. Yeah. And had a bit of a dinner, cake and that. You were there. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I partook in some cake, for sure. Yeah, so no, it was a good day. And again, happy birthday, son. Happy birthday, yeah. And that wasn't the only, well, we've got multiple birthdays, but an actual birth today, uh, on that same day, the 13th. No, 12th, sorry. Day beforehand, day before, yeah. yeah, was um, I think you've got the details there. Yeah, because he came to door had um, had his baby. The day before, we're just gonna check the name here because it's fresh, hot off the presses. Got it from uh, Auntie Iris uh, later uh, earlier this evening. So Mitch is gonna tell us the name. And the weight and all that. Sort of yeah, stuff. so on the hemmer side of the whanau, Uncle Bunny and Auntie Iris had uh, their granddaughter born Monday, actually the 11th of May. Oh, okay. Monday the 11th, yep. 2.21 a.m. NZ time, weighing in at a whopping 3.5 kilo. And her name is Kedia Ruby Mary Tudor. Welcome to the world, young cousin. Welcome. Welcome. I, I, I'm i in favour of giving um, newborn babies in this period at least a nickname of like COVID or Rona or <laughs> just to mark the occasion, you know. What a world to be born in. Yeah. yeah. I had... Um, Wowee. Speaking of, my, my general manager and his wife had a baby not too long ago. Um, obviously born during this whole pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And whatnot, and the joke that he made is, geez, my son may want you to get a zipper on your puku. And his missus turned around and says, why is that? And he says, well, he might get one look at this world and think, nah, fuck this, I want back in. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, Kane and your wahine Chelsea. Chelsea, yep. Congratulations. Congratulations there. Fine note. Radio, moving on to this uh, whopping amount of birthdays we have. Yeah, so it's May the thirteenth is the one that's got all these birthdays happening. So you've got your son, yes, um, and there's a few other cousins as well that had something uh, on the same day. Yes, so we'll we'll, we'll stick to the human side of um, the Fano, Cousin Glenn Matataka, known as G. She has a birthday the same day, and every year, bro, he makes an effort to um to either message or um, post on Facebook, you know, and and announce that it's his birthday along with Tiako's and that. So, um, thank you for that, Cuzzy. Yeah, I did see cheers. that message there, and um, no, I wish you all the best for your birthday. Um, I did try to ring the old man, the old lady today, and um, 
try and get a you know stab at the dark, see how old you are, cuzzy. And we came up with forty seven. Forty seven, because I reckon he's he's a couple of years older than me. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Um, if I'm wrong, apologies, but <laughs> you're definitely older than me, cuz. <laughs> Uh, happy birthday there, Cuzzy, and um, surely one day again, we'll sometime soon, we'll catch up and um, have another game of darts. I know you've always got them on you, Cuzzy. Uh, you don't leave home without um, your ciggies in one pocket <laughs> and your darts in the other pocket. <laughs> He's always strapped, Cuzzy. He's always got his darts. Uh... <laughs> always strapped, eh? He's always strapped, bro. Right. Well, always I haven't got come his across darts. that yet. I'll, I'll have to, uh, yeah. Actually, that reminded me, I should get a dartboard. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is it, um... Do they sell them at Bunnings? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they may have the materials. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to make one. <laughs> Some hoary modifications and uh, see your own dartboard. Moving on, uh, we have a happy, happy heavenly birthday for Uncle Lawrence Blossom. Not too sure how old he would have been. Um, I think the old man was, I'm in an R-ing. Yeah, we did a bit of research on this and, and tried to get some clarification, but <laughs> the parents are no help <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, I think the old man was just too happy that he'd been uh, played 18 holes today. So. Yeah, he got out and had a, had a hit, had yeah. a bit of a pep in his step, um, certainly had a big smile on his face. But yeah, Uncle, hope it was uh, everything's well up there and um, no doubt we'll see you at the Heavenly Gates one time. Hopefully not in the near, t- near future, but... Oh, no. Yeah, uncle. No, got a few many uh, trips around the uh, sun to make first. Yeah. The next one is one Wade Paul Daramoana Bird. Turned 28, same date, 13th of May. And uh, much like your relationship with Bunge growing up, yep. I suppose uh, that would have been me and Wade. Uh, back in the day, you know, we were thick as these, bloody getting into trouble, causing mischief. Uh, a few stories there, especially pertaining around Matata. Um, I don't know if I've actually told Auntie or, or Liz any of this. But, probably um, not, bro. Probably wisely, uh, a wise decision as well <laughs> to make. <laughs> well, I've made it this far. You know, we're pushing on like 15 years, this all this sort of stuff. You know, when we were back in our mischief days, we would um, sneak out the window uh, post-floods. And... Um, you know, cruise around Matata the at midnight, and actually, one thing come to mind. Um, growing up with with Wade, whatever I had, he wanted. Whatever he had, I wanted. You know, <laughs> it got to the point where I remember as kids, man, if his drink was filled up a little bit of, little bit more than mine, then oh, I'd really? make Auntie top mine up. So it was exactly <laughs> the same, bro. Oh, fuck, it was it was bad boy. The um, yeah, competitiveness streak between us is. Ran thick for years, but um, there was a time when I was doing Taekwondo, bro, so I turned up at Matata with these gears, and I had some boxing gloves, so he wanted some boxing gloves, so Auntie Lenny goes into town, gets his boxing gloves and that, so we're having spars at home, and like I said before, bro, we're sneaking out the window at midnight and that, and cruising around. Uh, and we'd how old up. were you then? 13, 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Old enough to know better, but um... We met up with a couple of his but mates. Also old enough not to give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we met up with a couple of mates, uh, his mates in town, and they were a bit older than us. They would have been around the 17, 18 mark and that, having spars in the middle of the road and that, and I actually ended up checking one of his mates. He threw this massive haymaker, which you could everyone could see coming from a mile away. Eh? I just happened to duck it and collect them on the jaw and... <laughs> 
So you guys had boxing gloves, but did they have boxing gloves? No, we just shared them. Like, as long as there was two, bro. Oh, okay. You know, so you two pairs. Oh, right, yeah, we had two pairs and shared them around. And they weren't going in bare knuckle, were they? No, 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 no. Fair enough. But um, I always remember that, eh? It was a fucking classic one. And Wade turns around and says, oh, I told you not to. <laughs> oh, I told you, but no. Uh, we had a lot of fun growing up, eh? Fucking motorbikes and fucking cars and... Yeah, you know, well, look, we need to reconnect with these, uh, you know, cousins that, you know, obviously not my generation, so I kind of never had much to do with them, but obviously the the generation gap between us is, is quite large, so you know, being able to bridge that gap and bring them into this as well it would be, be awesome to do, and hopefully we can jack that up for, for the future, so... Yeah, absolutely. So, um, ah, Cuzzy Weed, I'll fucking hopefully see you soon. I caught up with the caught up with you and your young whanau at the last whanau reunion. Yep, yep. And um, I can hope to do it all again this year. Moving on, someone <laughs> that other one, someone that we grew up with, or well, you know, that was always around. I suppose um, she pretty much grew up, you know, like a an older sister for me was. Kirsty Ahuriri. Oh, Kirst. Yeah. Oh, Kirst. So apparently she had a, on the 13th as well. 13th as well. a 40th, 40th birthday, we had to believe. And, um, yeah, I've known Kirst probably longer than, than uh, she's been sort of friends of the whanau. Um, I kind of knew her family and, and through, you know, different people were sort of, yeah, uh, acquainted with her. And, yeah, she was very young uh, when I sort of first met her. But, yeah, sort of been in and in and out of the very firm friend of our our sister as well, Kirst. Yeah. Um, Otherwise known as Princess. Princess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, look, Kirst, we we miss you uh, and, and Manaya as well. Uh, they haven't been living in Australia for some time now. So mm. um, back in NZ, and yeah, hope you had a primo birthday and and you were spoiled rotten, which I'm I'm sure you would have been, but um. Pushing forty now, there, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Righty, oh, so that sort of wraps up the uh, five birthdays on the thirteenth of May. That ah, <laughs> pertains yeah. to Alfano, uh, along with the young cousin who um, just entered this world on the eleventh of May. So, to everyone that had birthdays this past month or this past week, sorry, <laughs> happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday from us here at CuzJet. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> Moving on. Bloody. What else have we got on there? Wait. I'm going I'm to jump right into um, a little bit of a chat about Matata. So for those of you that, that, that sort of know or don't know what's going on there at the moment with everyone sort of selling out and whatnot, our parents' house has um, has been sold. And it sort of got me thinking about some of the memories and stuff of that house um, post-floods that we shared. And, and, and while you think of a few, I've, I've got a couple because I spent a fair bit of time there, obviously doing all my studies at, in, in Whakatane. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't in that. I think I lived there for about two years. Um, so I've got, a, I've got a few. But um, this one, actually, the first one I'll share is before we moved over there, I would have been about 17, um, 2009. And they okay. had the, the biggest kapahaka competition that you can get in New Zealand, known as Te Matatini, was yeah. featured over in Tauranga. 
So I took a bunch of my mates over. We stayed in Matata and made the trip over to Tauranga for the three days that Matatini was happening. And um, bro, did we have it good. We'd wake <laughs> up in the morning, bro, and the old lady would suss us out, cook breakfast. We'd have our breakfast and that. Shoot off to Tauranga, come back. There'd be cold beers in the fridge and we'd just sort of party up with the four mates or well, four, four or five mates that I had there and it was some good times, but this was right after the house had been built, so it was practically, you know, brand Brand's new. banking, yeah. And I remember the old lady came down, and we were all sitting in in what was the garage back then, and the old lady yep. says to me, oh, run over to Uncle Lyle and ask him if he wants to go for tea, come over for tea. I was like, yeah, righto. So I opened up the ranch slider door, I left it open, and I gapped it over to um, Uncle Lyle's house, hit him up. He wants tea, and I come running back, bro. And well, what is it? It's very close. It's only like a 20, 25 meter, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. distance between uh, across the drive, you know, a shared driveway. It's yeah, very close. So I'd seen Uncle Lyle, yep, sweet as all I wanted to do is get back over home and carry on drinking beers and that with the mates. So I've just started sprinting, bro, full pelt to go back over this house and remembering that I left the ranch slider door open. So I've come running in, bro. Jumped to go running straight into the house, bro, and one of the bros shut the door. Me. <laughs> but it was brand new house, bro. Was, you couldn't tell whether the door was open oh, or shut because well, the glass was that, old, that clean. You yeah, know, they didn't have the old like stickers on the. No, nah, nothing. Well, yeah, it looked to me, bro. It looked like the door was wide open. <laughs> Fuck! I'll come running in full pelt, jumped, bro, and just hit this fucking door, right? bang. <laughs> <laughs> And just went flying back, and all my mates are sitting inside, like having beers. Soon as I hit that window, hey, they just beers are spitting out of their mouth. They're just fucking pissing themselves with laughter. And um, oh, that was hmm. yeah. That's that's interesting you say that because more all my memories are pre-flood. You yeah, because I post-flood, I had kids of my own, and was you know living my own life, so. Pre-flood, I wasn't quite at the age to start drinking beers. I don't think. Uh, if it was, it would be would have been on the sly, um, <laughs> just sneaking a few here and there. Ah, uh, but I, I I do have another one as well, bro. And um, this one got me into a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> um, I'd taken Sky over there um not too long after we sort of got together, and um, we spent a weekend at the house. And for some reason, I got it up in the morning, and I remember her standing in the kitchen, and it happened just to be—I happened to be holding onto a rugby ball. And me being me, I said, "Hey, Sky, think fast!" And I'd thrown this rugby ball at her, you know, <laughs> for her to catch it. But fuck, bro, I threw it too high, and the old lady had those hanging chandelier lights. They're like yes. just glass, yeah, 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 sort of like a feature. Fuck, I'd just thrown this rugby ball, bro. It hit that chandelier. And just fucking shattered all over Sky. <laughs> oh no! I was thinking you broke them, but not over Sky as well. <laughs> Jesus! I just remember the scream, bro. And before the ball even hit the floor, bro, I think I was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Uh, much, much was she uh, maimed at all, or no, just a freak out of uh, yeah, yeah. It shattered the glass. Spooked, bro. Spooked. Spooked. That's uh. it. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, nothing like a good maiming to bring people together. That's, that's all right. I say. Yeah, that's right. But it was, yeah, we're gonna miss it. But um, I think from now it's just 
move forward and um just have those have those memories like i think jordan mentioned a few podcasts ago um it's somewhat fortunate that these events have happened because then we can reflect and look back on these memories and remember it for what it was and that was just somewhere for the whanau to come together and have a fucking good old time yeah like from from birthdays to weddings i've been to a couple of weddings that have been at the beach uncle brett Auntie, yeah. Auntie Lenny. Um and oh yeah, multiple birthdays and all that sort of stuff as well. Christmases, Christmases mainly, yeah, like that's the main thing. And you know, yeah, what a time, what a time. Um, it's I do feel a little bit sad that our kids probably aren't going to have that, uh, because we're so so spread out now as well. But there's not going to be one sort of thing that like okay, these are your cousins, like yeah. Now we're doing it as as like here's their birthday, but you know they never probably met them, and yeah, it's sad we've sort of missed. They're gonna miss out on having that that experience that we did, um, which is, oh, honestly, is the whole reason that we're doing this podcast. Yeah. To be honest, is because we have such a tight connection with our cousins. Um, so, yeah, Marata, what a place! I think hopefully we should go back there and and raise somehow at some stage, but. The, the homestead man, is never going to be the same. No. Now. But looking at, at particularly that, that example that I um, did, me throwing the rugby ball and smashing that chandelier over sky, is um, sort of comes down to it's all fun and games until <laughs> <laughs> something goes wrong. Well, you know, we've said before, it's just like, oh, just, just one more. <laughs> just, just one more. And yeah that doesn't always sort of pan out the way that you want it to so uh yeah we were going to explore i guess to explore that sort of concept or um what has happened in terms of just taking that one more step one more step or you know mucking around until somebody gets hurt and i remember uncle lyle's vividly saying to me this it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt then it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that sort of sets the, sets the bar, doesn't it? Uh, to take, uh, you know, uh, just a, a slightly skewed look at things, for sure. Um, I, I, bro, I am notorious for just taking it that little bit far and maiming people. Eh? I remember, I think Cal's has probably brought the, the brunt of most of my... Um, mischievous or you know uh slightly <laughs> damaging <laughs> damaging escalating behavior um back from when we were kids where we were, i think we were chasing i was chasing kev around uh the house uh and i, I went through he he was outside he ran inside through the this this door and i sort of closed it behind me because kelly was running behind me um and she went to stop the door and it was one of those doors that had glass uh plates kind of in it uh you know with a wooden frame we had about three or four glass panes in there and she's gone to stop the door and her hands basically pushed the pane in as the door was closing so it smashed the window of this door and she's propelled through it and it's just fucking sliced her her upper arm and the bicep area just a clean slice. Um, and we all sort of stopped and froze as you do and was like, oh, shit. 
um, I turned around and she was sort of freaking out. Um, and then all I remember is just this fold of skin just going and just like opening up. <laughs> and we were fine. We were like, it was like, oh shit, you're okay. And then until that happened, and she seen it and looked at it and just started freaking, <laughs> and then she took off, ran down the road, holding her arm. <laughs> so I had to chase after her. And we can, you know, then you had to, had to make that fucking phone call. Oh, Kelly's cut her arm. And then, yeah, like whole ambulances involved and gone to the hospital, get stitches. I think she's still got the scar to this day. <laughs> um, Jesus, that's a perfect example. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games, mate, until someone gets hurt. And then later on, uh, I think when she, after she moved to Sydney and then Berta and I and, and the two boys moved over, we were had a night out. We we went out to the Crocker Tav. Shout out to the Crocker Tav because it was a, a bit legendary back in those days. And um, somehow after the pub, we were walking back. We had looking for a feed, but we came across this uh, shopping trolley. So I thought, yeah, fuck this is gonna get better. Better uh, jump in, Kelly, jump in, and I'll and I'll push you around. <laughs> and like Alex, take some photos, take some photos. So. We actually got a photo somewhere of, of me pushing these girls in, in the trolley. I think Kelly was sitting in the uh, the body of the trolley and, and Berta was sitting in the... We would normally put a kid, but her kind of legs were hanging over the side. <laughs> so I'm pushing them around. Like, yeah, this is great fun. And, and, and just took a corner just that little bit too fast. <laughs> and it just... Just fucking toppled over and then went sprawling out on the concrete, like grazed up. And like, this one was, they were like, I fucking told you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Good thing about being um, intoxicated, I suppose it doesn't actually hurt as much as it should until the next morning. Yeah, you do pay for it eventually, but mm. in the moment, uh, we just sort of dust ourselves off and, and all right, let's go get a feed. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, cows will tell you, mate. I'm notorious yeah. for maiming you. Sure. Yeah, I think the um, younger sibling, or you know, in my case, would have been Cody. Um, she bore the brunt of a lot of uh, mine and Jordan sort of um, experiments growing up. Who, by and, the way, has a birthday tomorrow? So we'll give a shout out next week. But you haven't quite made the the week for this podcast <laughs> episode. But um, oh man, I remember one thing sticks out as um, that notorious trampoline that um was at Fakamaru, um, and for some reason myself, Jordan, and and one of his other mates decided it'd be funny to hog tie codes, and um, <laughs> <laughs> just hearing you say that, it's like. It doesn't really sound like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like the blind leading the blind, bro. And 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 for some reason, Cody obliged. She thought it'd be cool. <laughs> sure, you can hog tie me. So we got her tied up, bro. Fucking, you know, tied her arms up and tied them to her legs, and <laughs> had her on the tramp, bro, and jumping around, and she's fucking flying around everywhere. And then this fucking, she must have got double bounced or something bro and she went flying in the air and then she's come down and her head's gone in between the springs <laughs> oh no <laughs> you can imagine just being hogtied heads in between the springs bro and she's screaming bloody murder <laughs> it's like you you know those cartoons where you hear that boing. <laughs> that's what i'm imagining <laughs> oh man like oh 
Sorry, Coach, but fuck that story, man. That's pretty much, you know. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, now it's hilarious. Now it's it hilarious. It wasn't yeah. funny at the time. Oh, uh, yeah. No, we can talk about <laughs> it now for sure. Yeah, that one we had um, Miranda Truman. We all parked up at Fakamaru again one night, that same tramp. And I said to her, Cuzzy, can you, can you do a front flip? And I remember her going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's fucking done this front flip. She's overcooked it. And she's come down, and that's just after they've put the new deck in at Uncle Lyle's house. And she's come down, bro, forehead straight onto that deck, man. And her whole head was, like, caved oh, in, bro, fuck. on her eyebrow. It was, like, fucking mad <laughs> dent, bro, like a dent <laughs> in, her, in her head. <laughs> and I remember looking at her and going, whoa. And she sort of looked at me, and she goes, what's that? Like, no tears, no nothing, like, no emotion at all until... She noticed that there was like blood coming oh, down yeah, off her head, amazing. and then fuck, yeah. had to run inside, find Jordan. Hey, fucking Miranda's <laughs> fucking done herself a mischief. And, uh, smoked herself. <laughs> smoked herself, yeah. So had to call on the older cousin today, similar to, I suppose, that story the other week, you know, when the younger cousins are looking up to the older cousin for some answers, yeah, take, or you know, what, take, do, what do we do here? Take charge there, cousin. <laughs> Someone's got to be responsible. I don't want it to be me. <laughs> Bloody oath. So, yeah. So, oh, there's that many examples straight off the top of the head, and I'm sure there's more out there, cousins, if you can remember them or fucking you got some stories you want to share, either send them in or get a hold of us and jump on the podcast and be a part of it. Well, I've got something else here that I want to bring up, bro, and it's okay. concluding... This fucking bee sting saga that's been happening around. <laughs> the ongoing story of the bee sting saga. Part three, as you might be known on TikTok and things like that. <laughs> this fucking wasp, so man. That... Give, a, give us a recount. Of how, how, what's led you to, to the current uh, update? So part one was Tiako getting stung on the chin. Part two was Fitzy and I getting stung. Fitzy on the back, me straight on the nipple. And at this time, bro, I'm, I'm a, I've had enough. You know, we like to go up that hill and muck around up there, but the kids are always being cautious because of these fucking wasps. So I made the call, bro. And um, as as Carr mentioned earlier on the <laughs> yeah, um, Snapchat. Snapchat, that I snitched. <laughs> <He> snitched. <laughs> Fuck, I snitched hard. <laughs> I fucking snitched hard because you can call me Takashi69 for that one. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I rang the council, bro. I got the council involved. <laughs> And um, politely said to them, look, there's these bloody wasps up the road from home and they're causing me a bit of grief. What can we do about it? And they said, well, we can get contractor out there to eradicate the problem. I said, that's bloody awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> so, so, hang on, Eric. You, you know you've actually crossed a, a threshold here from being, you know, uh, a young man with with young kids too. I'm actually an old fella now because I'm ringing the council. <laughs> That's what I felt like, bro. I've taken that step. <laughs> you've leveled up, bro. As I call it, you've leveled up. Uh, yeah, I, I consider like things like buying a lawnmower. You've leveled up as an adult. <laughs> doing quite well, adulting. <laughs> There's certain things that just sort of are the next threshold of being an adult. <laughs> I think you've actually surpassed me. I've never rung the council before. 
Mm. I didn't know what else to do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they they delivered though. They they actually came out and did absolutely did the deed. They told me uh, that they'll be in touch within three days. They rang me back the very next day. Well, the contractor did really, and he said, "Oh, is this Mitchell?" I said, "Yes." Speaking, he said, "Oh, I made it." Blah, blah, blah. I'm I'm here um up the road from your house, and I've taken care of the problem. Wow! I said, "Oh, awesome!" He goes, "I I haven't removed <laughs> you, the bomb. You should have requested it." Can I be present when it happens? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just yeah. want to look them in the eye so they knew it was me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I looked them in the eye, but them motherfuckers were already dead. <laughs> yeah, well, because yeah, you went up there and and just made sure of it yourself, eh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we were riding around. Um, it was actually this morning, actually. Was, oh, might have been yesterday afternoon. And um, yeah, cruised on up there and had a look at this bollard just to see for myself if the deed had been done. And fucking sure enough, bro, there was about 50-odd bees. Oh, <laughs> no, not bees. Wasps. Wasps, yeah. Um, fucking, yeah, all dead right around this bollard. And I thought, yeah, two right, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you got, I, I had the last laugh, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> That's why we're the apex predators. <laughs> oh, okay. take that. Can't want to sting me. I'll kill you and your fucking family. <laughs> your whole family. Jesus, that's ruthless, brother. That's fucking ruthless. Yeah, them fucking flies do my head in. And uh, now wasp, bro, but I fucking take care of that. Oh, well, that's uh, one for uh, Mitch, zero for the wasps. <laughs> well, I think we're one for one because they can't go on the fucking <laughs> nipple. Let's go one point. He <laughs> oh, was burning, boy. But no. <laughs> oh, well, you know, hopefully that's the end of it. Yeah, they don't uh, <laughs> call on any, you know, higher uh, insect species to come and torment you <laughs> after that. Yeah, I did my thing for the community. Yeah, well, you know, you might have saved someone who would have been allergic. You never know. Never know. Never know. Never know. Speaking of our community, bro, I had a pretty funny fucking experience the other day. Really? So, um, with the kids' birthdays and that, fucking bikes were, were this year's sort of expenditure. So, Oh, well, your young fella just had a birthday, so yeah. what, what better time to, to upgrade the old bikes? Yeah, so we've um decided, you know, now that they're getting a bit older, I've gone a bit, a bit lenient. No, I've let them, you know, sort of do laps around the circuit without supervision. Okay. Know? I'll just right sit yeah. outside and wait for them to come around. Come back and, around, yeah, yeah. And then I said, oh, no, I'll jump on the scooter and follow them around and just, you know, make sure that there's no other kids or, you know, anyone that they can get talked to or, you know, stranger danger. Yeah, because uh, people see them going around a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, they're probably expecting them to come back, yeah. So Fair I've enough. gone to the other side of the circuit and... um. Man, there's a whole lot of artwork and chalk drawings on the ground and oh, things so like that that I've noticed. Yeah, other kids yeah. and that coming around. And I've come across one particular drawing, bro, and it's much like that scene in Austin Powers where, um, you know, that's a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and no shit, bro. There's a fucking drawing. Like, it looked like balls and a penis to me. <laughs> I thought, fuck, what are these kids been watching? So, like, how big? How big was it? Just like a little, like, like, nah, uh, like sidewalk size, or was it? Uh... Nah, it'd be as big as your dinner table, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like on the road, on the on road, road. coloured in and all. <laughs> <laughs> a big blue dick, bro. It's what it looked like to me. 
It was fucking ridiculous. Then I think I even got accused of um, Cousin Miles. And oh, fuck me. Is that your kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck your kids. You're, you're, that's a nice looking cock there. You kids are <laughs> He's like, no, I know Mango Street art when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, oh no, only the rich kids had chalk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's their white kids from around the corner. Actually, you did post it on Snapchat, so I did see it. And the um, yeah, the first thing I sort of looked at was just like, it's actually like half semi. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not a flaccid penis. So where are these kids getting their reference from is what I want to know. Like, Or what was it supposed to be? Actually, if you've got a photo of it, let's use that as the thumbnail. For the, <laughs> yeah. for I've the, got uh, something here for it, but yeah, we'll, we'll chuck that up. That'll be the thumbnail. Uh, all right, Fano, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, thank you for joining us once again for the Cuz Chat podcast. And um, yeah, look forward to some future episodes. We're going to start uh, hitting up some people that we think would uh, have a great stories to tell or, you know, just uh, want to share their experiences with everyone else. So keep the comments coming. We'll um, try and post a little bit more just to get a little bit more engagement from you all. But uh, until then, that's what it's all about, eh, bro? Fucking A, bro. Fuckin